I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. I'm Alona Weir. And we are from Beats, your favorite Afro pop podcast. Oh crap! Episode four. Three, two, one. And we are back <laughs> with another episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> the energy we need. <laughs> Should I do AITA? Yeah, go on. AITA. Coming at you, AITA. So this is Am I the Arsehole? So mm-hmm. am I the arsehole for telling HR that a woman in my office doesn't wash her hair? Okay. I work in a small office with several other people. Due to COVID, we have mostly been working from home, but we work in the office a couple of days a week. Last week, I overheard a conversation in which Tina was telling another coworker that she's glad she's glad to be able to be working from home because now she doesn't have to wash her hair as often. Apparently it's a thing in which you don't wash your hair too much because too much to make it less greasy. Why anyone believes that is beyond me. But here's the thing. There's a virus going around and we've been trying to convince people to wash their hands. And this girl is coming into work every day without washing her hair. What? I'm sorry but that is nasty. If you want to sit on your couch and be dirty, so you still nasty, but I don't want to hear, I don't want you near me with your greasy head. So I went to HR and filed a complaint. (laughs) Um, I thought that they took me seriously, but then yesterday I got an email from Tina telling me I need to mind my own business and stop being a Karen. Wait, hold on. Is everyone, the the, uh, race, what's the race in all of this? We don't know. We don't know, but we can make assumptions, but let me finish. I responded that I don't want to get sick and that I would appreciate working with people with good hygiene and she should see if she can work at home full time if she doesn't like it. But you're the one who doesn't like it. (laughs) Today, I went to work and while Tina wasn't there, another woman was was who also told me to mind another one. Today I went to work and while Tina wasn't there, another woman was who also told me to mind my business. We had some choice words. Now I'm wondering how I'm possibly the bad guy here because I like good hygiene. Am I the arsehole? Okay, I'll kick off. Um, first of all, everyone is a colleague. I have no friends here. So um, that's first of all. Um, and I say that to say because um, as a colleague it's none of it's none of my business i just i'm not relating to you we're in a pandemic we're working from home i can suffer one day a week of you smelling i'm not catching corona touching your hair so how many days a week (laughs) okay cool uh yeah so i mean like corona's passed through the air but also if i had a problem i don't know i feel like if if we're not friends for me to say it to her in person i'll be your secret santa i'll buy you the shampoo i will leave Obvious, like to be honest, I don't know. She's the asshole. It's not your baby. It's not your business. Cindy. Um. So there was a situation in a previous workplace of mine where one of the people used to use very, very strong oud-like perfume, very strong. And I remember a member of the team took that to HR. Um. And I don't know. I feel like me. Would I personally? I wouldn't go to HR, I wouldn't say, but I remember that there was that one and then there was somebody that smoked quite heavily as well. 
I would probably raise it. Okay, so yeah, HR, my manager. I'd probably raise it with my manager if it's really inconveniencing me. But if I'm able to talk to them, no. I would just, I would, in that situation, I, I would excuse myself as opposed, I just don't feel like making, I can't make somebody else feel bad. It's me that I'll, I'll be, you know what, I'll work from home because <laughs> I can't. And it's down, the team. Yeah, I'll do it for the team. And I think it's down to the manager to manage that situation. I'm not even, I wouldn't want to bring that person to, I just feel like it's, it just, if you smoke, you smoke, right? Um, and I don't think the same equivalence, like if somebody says, oh, four, your food's smelling up the whole kitchen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hungry, so I'm still going to eat my food. Like some of your food smells too. But you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'd rather just remove myself from the situation than actually make somebody else feel bad. So I'd highlight it and then, yeah, what the manager wants to do. So in this situation, you feel like she, she's the asshole for going to hate your... Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I think so. But also, HR is also the asshole because the fact, I thought when you go to HR, everything is in confidence. Why does Tina know that I'm the one that reported her? Hello? <laughs> so I... she can now be calling me Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What happens to confidentiality, privacy? Is it my contracts? So some things that I feel like we should definitely draw out from this is that the person who wrote this is definitely white because she was referred to as a Karen. Yeah, and I feel like yes. the whole concept of washing your hair daily is not really a black thing. Yeah, agreed. Um, and also the idea of um, don't you wash your hair too much to make it less greasy, like. This is this is just this is privilege speaking in this situation here. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a whole different hair texture in that conversation. We can't assume that the other woman is um, the other woman is like a person of color, but clearly um, Karen's got. Sorry. We can. Why? What makes you think that the other woman is a person? No, 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 no. As in we. Oh no, sorry. We can't, but we can know that it is a white person because we know that white people or Caucasian people or silky-haired people um, have an overproduction of oil, which is why their hair gets greasy, whereas we don't, which is why our hair is dry and we put moisture into mm -mm. it. So I think we can deduce that both are of the Caucasian persuasion. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So both of them are white, yeah, definitely. I thought I was saying that we can't assume that the other person is a person of colour. Black, But yeah. um, I just think it's a... I just think... Um, I think it's quite funny that she was called Karen by another white person. I'm here for it, to be honest. <laughs> Unless that like, um, the person in question wasn't white, the one that said to her she didn't want to be called a Karen, because that could have been a black person. But then the person who said that she should be mind her own business, oh, because we don't know if the person that said she should mind her own business is in fact the person with the greasy hair. I doubt it. It would have been that would have been Arms House. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my general perspective in all of this is like I just don't understand why I it's privilege privilege is speaking how like how do you feel how do you feel entitled to be able to go and speak to HR because you overheard something about someone's someone washing their hair do you know what I mean because realistically if you never knew yeah you weren't uh, you're not going to do nothing do you know what I mean mm. and this isn't this isn't like you're finding out that this person sells drugs in their free time <laughs> this is in, someone that doesn't in their free doesn't time. wash their hair as much and you went to HR like where was Loveless. the it's just mad the privilege is loud fam. is there any situation though for you that would warrant going to HR in terms of personal hygiene yeah not that not like sexual misconduct or anything like any personal hygiene issues that would cause but not necessarily you said, yeah, HR, but just management 
Like what though? BO? Bad breath? Oh, I've sp- I've spoken to managers about like um about BO before. Uh, I would because I, I, never have. I never have. You never have. There was a you guy that used to sit opposite it? me that always used to kick off his shoes and the shoes stank. I firmed it. I got my boot on my desk. <laughs> that one could have been if 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 that mm-hmm. one was happening, yeah. And someone's kicking off their shoes. Like, there's a difference with Theo because I feel Your like shoe that is one... smelly. <laughs> yeah, that, that one is something you should be able to say. Like, you should just be able to say, bro, like, mm. I don't think today is the day to kick off your shoes. And if you have to say that every day for five days, he needs to go and learn that he needs to change his shoes or he needs to change his shoes or he needs to change his socks. Uh, are you telling me that he can't smell it himself? You will know if you're putting smelly. People like that. People like that with bad, with bad, like with foot odor, you can definitely smell it. So the fact that you're confident to do it means that you need to be told directly. That one, I don't need to go to so much. <laughs> it's not even about knowing. Yeah. <laughs> but if we're talking about BO, like I feel like that is such a sensitive topic that it's like your manager needs to speak to you about that. I can't just come up to you and be like... But it's so bad because you're, then you know that somebody else told your manager. So there's two people now involved. <laughs> but everybody knows. If we're talking about BO, everybody knows. Can I say no? Even you your boss, say you're you've, just, you've just said that you don't know if you smell like BO. So how do you even respond to a manager telling you you stink? <laughs> this is just my odor. <laughs> so we um we cook with cumin in my house. Simple. Oh. You, you know, no, back in the day, when your parents used to make stew, was it not your jumper that would just be smelling like stew anyhow? They have no regard for the fact that there's clothes that have just been washed here and there. Like it's just Remember when we go to Eggies and we're there smelling like we helped him cook? Yeah. Hmm. You just have to, there's two ways about it. You can be polite, but some people are rude. But either ways, I'm telling you, I just feel like, oh, I don't mean to be rude or anything, but I feel like there's a strong stench coming. Um, stench. <laughs> stench is too much. <laughs> that word is too much. <laughs> it's like, you're basically saying like, um, you're basically saying that like, um, oh, you smell, oh. That's like saying that the gutters are the gutters are breathing. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't use the word stench. <laughs> you say strong stench, now you're rude. Yeah, yeah. You're rude. You're rude. <laughs> That's too bad. It's mad. Okay, no, legit, legit. There's three of us here now. Let's say we were always on set. We don't have HR, we don't have management, and one of us gets smelly. Yeah, but there's a difference. We've shared more than that. Like we can we can come to a point where we can actually say we're friends. At work, I've said this before, everyone's a colleague. I don't care. If it's you lot, I will I would just hand you the the, the deodorant and just be like No, maybe direct approach because pepper. That is actually exactly what Gracie will do. I, I would do I would I would give you the Vaseline if your lips are dry. I'll yeah, give you the hand cream if your knuckles are dry, and I'll hand you the aerosol if you're smelling fra- if your wig is smelling too. Gracie will remove your eyelash and stick it back on for you. What's your talk? That's actually what she would do. I got you. I date for your sides and I for your back. For you. That's it. That's it. She's a real one, guys. She's a real one. A real what would you not do though if it was me? Actually, Cindy, you have told me when my contour has been too deep. Or my highlights, been and you just said it straight. Yeah, because because there's two things about it. Like I'm not I'm not saying that I know how to wear makeup. I'm not professing to be an MUA. But some people take it like that. You'll tell them something. They're like, oh, can you even wear makeup? No, but I can tell that yours isn't good. So what now? <laughs> well, Ola, is your no, approach think, the direct approach? 
No, no, definitely. I think when you're friends, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah. It's a lot easier. Because you know, you know your vibe and you know how you can speak to people. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you know, do I need to walk into this and be super cautious? Or is this just a a a um you need to reapply that? <laughs> <laughs> Things like that aren't even as bad as like you smell the way you are as a person is smelling. I mean, also you have a vested interest, right? Like, I care about you. I don't want you to go outside. We're all looking. Stuff. It's our platform. Right. Can't have you right. on these streets. Yeah. Oh. And I, and I, I guess, was talking about the smell, but go on. <laughs> and I guess that's actually another reason why this HR woman is so in the wrong because she actually did it because of her own hygiene. Like, I don't want to come and die from COVID. <laughs> oh, you're not okay. washing you should your be hair. isolating. <laughs> Mad. The privilege is. I've never heard that anyone called. What are you doing with her hair, though? Are you eating it? Are you touching it? Are you sweating? so? Why? Why would her greasy hair even give you the COVID in the first place? Because even in the office, they're still supposed to be doing one meter. It's yeah. true. It's true. It's true. You shouldn't be touching. You shouldn't be touching any part of her, let alone her bloody hair. And look, in the office when I used to have my uh, afro puff out, or the one or two occasions where I made the mistake of having my hair out, and pe- when people come and touch my hair. It would be buzz post. We would fight. So there's never any reason to touch a colleague's hair, especially mm. if you think she's got COVID in it. So and why you, a- that's, <laughs> remember that is a thing where I think we've said this before about the the, the privilege of colleagues and people, other people, <laughs> them, because it's like I've never. There are certain things that, as a human being, that don't cross my mind, and when it crosses their mind, I just think to myself, how did you? How did you get there? How did you feel like you could even say that? No home training. That's no it. home training. Like, were you raised by wolves? Like, I don't understand. No, like, they, they just... were raised by other white people that told them everything is within their proximity. Oh, uh... yeah. Look, everything beyond the beyond this is yours. It's yours. <laughs> it's yours. You are the leader. Like <laughs> they are your people. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It's just the audacity. Like, there was a woman huh. in my previous work, chicken job, and she could literally just go over to you and just be like, "Oh." Or just and I'm not I'm not really fussed about the whole comment about changing hair because to be honest at the end of the day I think I look buff I think you know I look buff that's why you want to talk about it like the fact that I've changed my hair you're just basically telling me I look simples and I'm like yeah you can do it too it's just extensions but it's just one of those things it's for me you're destined to go up to someone and touch like if I backhand you now what what's gonna happen they will say you're mad they will say you're mad yeah yeah it happened to me. It happened to me once, actually. Gracie, where we both worked once, someone touched my hair once, and I lit. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, red yeah. eye. Yeah, and she looked at me as though I had like wronged her. And I remember I stood there as in to be like, "Do you need? Do you need someone to verbally let you know that this is my bubble? You don't crossed it, and now you're you're upset about how I reacted. Yeah, you, you should never crossed it. You should have never crossed it. No body come across it. No, like the one that I can accept is if I take a day off work because I'm sick and I come in with new box braids, ask me because we both know what I was doing yesterday. But I <laughs> think you can touch my hair because someone would die and it's not, not me. Yeah. So. I'm not, I could never, but it's never been in my mind. Only our own people. Actually, I don't know. I, to say that I've never had curiosity of touching someone's hair in your life, it's something that I'm more amazed by. I feel like there's no justification to be amazed at this point in your life like the things that amaze me are things that tend to be unique 
And I don't think seeing black people is unique anymore. I just think that's so um it's a long yeah it's It's true you know and I think I think that's a really good like way to like define it because like if you if I saw another if it was another black girl in the office and she comes in with like a fresh like MZ hair, MZ hair. and I'm there like, oh, like, where did you get this from? Yeah. You coloured it. Do you know what I mean? And I, like, that's that's more like an appreciation for it. And that's coming from like someone else that can be sitting there running their hands through your hair being like, rah, let me get some of this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When you're coming out here, like I'm some foreign object. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, or what I've got is some foreign object and you're about to start petting me there's a whole different narrative going on right here. Do you know what I mean? Like your, your fascination with me is not about to run here. I'm not, go- I'm not gonna be your pet in this instance. Do you know what I mean? It's very different, very different. I think for me, the only time even my black colleagues have touched my hair is when I would AliExpress my bundles to the office. Because on a normal day, I don't know why even people touch my hair either. Mm. What's touching it gonna show you? How I made it? No, I'll, I can't tell you. You can picture it. Imagine that. Afibato Shay, don't don't. Imagine that. Ah, somebody's been in legs for like one hour and she's already coming with a dialogue. Do you know what I mean? She's doing the legs. Who's out there? So, who, what, who? Yeah, no, just to round off. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely. It's just an interesting one, guys. I actually want to know what you guys' audience's weirdest work experience or hair experience, or even HR experience, but um, definitely worth. Yeah. All right, so other things that have happened in the entertainment world this week are the Heady Awards. Shout out to anyone that don't know. Shout out to the face. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, it's basically the Nigerian version of the Grammys. It's the biggest, most prolific, most pronounced um, music award ceremony. This was their 14th edition, um, and it took place on Sunday in Lagos, Nigeria. Whiskey actually flew all the way in. I mean, you say all the way. He was in Ghana. Well, he doesn't usually go to award shows, especially the heavies. Um, So I know it's a 45 minute flight, but he didn't need to make it. And I'm glad he he won Artist of the Year. He also won, um, I believe, Viewer's Choice Awards. Um, Fireboy walked away with like five awards as well. Praise won an award, Niniola won an award. The logo, UK's logo. Yeah, he was the first person from the diaspora to win an award, and that was the best Alter album, alternative album. And Omale won, next rated, he was up against Thames, um, Oxlade, and Bella Schmurder. And Oxlade and Bella actually joined him on stage to accept the award, so they had a little bromance moment there. It was super cute. Uh, DJ Neptune won Song of the Year, Pop Song of the Year with Nobody, with Joe Boy and Mr. Easy. Nobody, nobody. I didn't um, realise he was fine like that. Girl. He's married with kids, but he... Oh, okay, no, he's not fine, sorry. Um, can I talk day. about <laughs> Bella Schmeder? Just because you mentioned Bella Schmeder. Mm. Somebody said that... <laughs> she said that she thought Bella Schmeder was Bobby... Bobby Schmurder's sister. Bobby Schmurder's sister. <laughs> Didn't hey, he out on Tuesday? What? He's out. Yeah, he's, he's out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Banks even tweeted that Bella Schmurder and Bobby Schmurder should do a collab. Yeah. And two, three, four Twitter, aka Nigerian Twitter, were like, Bobby who? Bobby Kitty? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, Bella over Bobby every day. I was like, I don't know that Bella has a hot 
N song, just like hot N is like a like it will pop up in every club. I don't look, Bella mm. has that just but Cash Up is a good song though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um other things that people talked about. So I don't know if you guys saw Omale wore like a big puffy jacket and a woolly hat in 36 degree weather. Um and people were like, um, fashion will kill our people. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do think, even if you deep the idea that we wear Agbadas and Asherbi in 36 degree weather, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, Rah. it's the same type of madness. It's the same thing. Like, we're out here. Suffering jacket and woolly hats. You can actually get used to it. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. Gele. But Gele they don't. They don't. So they can't. <laughs> They can't get his drink. <laughs> if we could get it, we will get it. <laughs> it's true. What else? Have, oh, there was um, Lakon as well. So he he won Big Brother Niger this year. Apparently, his shoes were like six sizes too big, um, and people were saying that he looked <coughs> like a space, like an astronaut, like a spaceman. Um, like you could see the bends. I need it to like Google this <laughs> just to get an on-screen reaction. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Lecon, L-A-Y-C-O-N. I think his handle is It's Lecon. Um, Can you see the picture of yeah. his shoes in the handle? Uh, you should. I think he's posted pictures of his performance. Did he, oh, he, they oh, are big. Yes. So he's a rapper um, and he won Big Brother Niger and he used that to like obviously like leverage his career or what have you. Um, guys, hopefully we can include a screenshot in the visual version of like audio guys you just have to find it for yourself but literally he's wearing like a size 14 and he's like a size 8 <laughs> so even with big socks you're not filling that out bro like what, what are you trying to prove guys um, no somebody said this shoe is fit size Gor- goliath <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah. is oh, why nigerians man nigerians <laughs> No one can abuse you like a Nigerian can abuse you. You'll feel no. it in your chest. <laughs> it's the way they can. It's the way they create. Like, it's the way they create. Um, uh, what's the word? Parables. Put yourself in my shoes. <laughs> they use they use parables to insult you. That's what it is. It's so deep. Uh, it's even like back in the day when we would be asked talking to our moms. Like, oh, mommy, where's the key? In here, in my nose, <laughs> on my head. But, but like it's the sarcasm, it's the literal nature of it, it's the combination of just every everything. Mm, it's true. Where did I get that from? You know, Sorry. earlier we were talking about uh, Mosset, the um, about that um, challenge where the dramatic music comes from. Mm. There's one um, where um, oh. the boy goes up to his mum and he's like, "Oh, mum, where should I put this?" And she goes, "On my head." And then he goes, "Okay, then." And he actually puts it on their head. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Have you checked in on him? Is he alive? No, bro. <laughs> What's his eulogy saying? Because he's definitely passed. He's gone to okay. um, That made me laugh about the parents one. I think just we see this real topic of big shoes. Um, <laughs> there was somebody who was like, oh, when your mom says, um, I'm not I'm not one of your little friends. <laughs> She's like, you definitely are not, because I would have done what you up by now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys talk back to your mom? Are we at an age where you can talk back to moms? Because I'm not no, there. I just, it's, do you know what's worse though? And, I, and I'm, I'm not encouraging. It's just to say, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I do that to my dad. Like when my dad speaks, I just, mm-hmm. yeah, cool, cool, cool. I say, are I, you I guys saying okay I, and doing what they've asked, or nah. just okay? Oh, I don't even say okay. I say cool, cool, cool. 
Langsung ice cream. Habis aku sangat kuku. Nah, just say. I need to learn. No, I always do what they say, but like it depends. So I'll tell you a story. When I was in Nigeria, right? <clears throat> um, I'll reveal this. I went to Abuja. I don't even know if I can re- reveal the first part. But anyway, so I got I went to stay with my pops. I haven't seen my pops in a few years or whatever. And um, so Christmas Day, spent with the family, whatever. So Boxing Day now, you know, there's a couple of things happening and whatnot. So my friends are out in town. They're like, yeah, Cindy, let's meet up today. And I'm like, cool. Do you guys want to meet? They're like, nine. I'm like, cool, whatever. So like um, seven o'clock now. I was like, oh, dad, I'm going to go out later. Um... They're buried in mind at seven o'clock. And he was like, what time are you going to go? I was like, um, I'm going to leave here maybe around like nine, 9.30. He says, if you're living in the house at that time, what time are you coming back? I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I'm thinking, rah, this is going to become a pro- problem. So I was like, oh, and maybe I'll come back around one. You better be in this house by 11. I said, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we went to dinner <laughs> i came back at 11 10 59 to be precise that first day was definitely 10 59 okay then okay a big age uh, big age care listen my dad said to me when i get in the car the cab don't speak cool as soon as i enter the car my auntie from Nigeria, but who was visiting the UK calls me. Oh, tell me, you know, we don't go out in Nigeria like this. You should be going out. Like us. Oh, Auntie, I'm just entering the car now. There's no like one person saying, but I'm like, oh, my head, I was like, what? What parents don't realize they do yet, and everyone says it. There's power in tongue. <clears throat> Even if you don't want me to do something, unfortunately for you, I'm gonna do it. What you're now doing to me is you're now speaking it into the air and into existence. You're basically telling me it's going to happen. So now me, me too, I'm even scared. Now I'm there thinking, do I even need, is the food even going to be nice? Do I even need to go? <laughs> like, it's like, why do they no, do this? I don't you know. own a property, you own a car, but you can't be out past 11. Right. They're like, this Nigeria is mad, oh. They all sit there, you're from London. And I get, you know, let me not discredit the fact that, you know what, Nigeria is a mad place and people are looking for money. Things along the lines of fucking no, let me not say these things, but like it's just that whole thing about like I get it, but you don't just think, oh. So I came all the way from lockdown to lockdown. No, I could have done it in the UK. Sorry. Anyway, but long you know, story short is I had to get all my friends lined up, the ones that I was gonna go out with. They all had to meet my dad, and it's like they even knew. They're like, are we not gonna say hi to your dad? I said, oh, please come on in, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> so yeah, that was my. You know, I think I think as well, like part of the reason that um. Like they're just mad with it when it comes to that. Because I, I, I do agree that like when you go to Nigeria, obviously you have to be careful. Everyone is looking for a quick buck and so on and so forth. Or there are people looking for a quick buck. But people make it seem like our proximity to madness is one-to-one. And that's what I don't like. Do you know what I mean? They make it seem like everywhere you go, someone is lurking. Do you know what I mean? And that to me is sort of like the cult. That, 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 that to me, I think is really bad for Nigeria because... It just means that people will prison. never go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They they really make it as though it's as literal as mate. Don't every car gets stopped by these people on the road that are throwing tires? How many tires do they have to stop the cars? Like <laughs> they make it seem like it happens mm. all the time, and we can't question their logic because we didn't grow up there. And it's like, nah, it's not true. Like, it's, it's. I mean, it's. It would be. It would be very ignorant to say, look, you know, it can never be or this and that and I get it I, at the same time I feel like I don't know if you guys have ever spoken to your parents about how they their youth was 
my mum used to go to parties on beaches with boats at, even younger than me. Mm. So the fact that you were doing all that and I'm not allowed to, I'm just, you seem fine as a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, it's- My mum was boring. getting flued, flued. See, different countries. Flying yeah. to parties <laughs> and back for lectures. Can you imagine? <laughs> Some my mum went got... to uni at 14, meaning that she was doing uni raves at 14. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. I mean, mom... you can. <laughs> my mum told me, you know them them overhead um them overhead bridges over like main roads. Mm. Yeah. Right? That them they flyovers. used to be really unsafe. Yeah, sorry, flyovers. Thanks. Um, <laughs> they used to be really unsafe. Um, and um, like they literally looked like they could fall down at any moment. Her and her friends used to do like races across them. So go and tell your mum you're going to do race on the flyover. <laughs> this woman used to get. She'll go to raves in my degree and be back by the morning. Like nice. they lived opposite. A, they lived opposite a um, police station, and that police station that knew them for because there was like nine girls that lived in that house. <laughs> For like the girls of that house, always climbing up the dr- up the pipes to get back in. Mad. Yeah, they, they live known. a good life. <laughs> Saying that though, while I've been here, I've been dri- I, I've driven three times. E- each time with a passenger because they're mad. Like everybody's mad. Like <laughs> everyone. By the third <laughs> drive, the madness had entered. I was beeping horn. I was doing weary. I was. It, it, it's it's very contagious. So um, I think the moral in that story is just become a local. Yeah. And um, I don't. I'm very bad at Nigerian accent. But yeah, like when I'm speaking to Nigerians, I get the inflection, and like like you'll bump me, but you might not bump me as hard. Mm. Or don't. And speak. I, it so makes I did you my feel a little bit. This morning. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go go go. Just yeah, saying, I did my national insurance this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got my friend to speak the whole time. I said, when they were like, ah, anything for the boys, I just look the other way because they were never speaking to me. So mm. he's got it. Um, yeah, no, it is. My, I mean, it's something that my dad actually did say is just like, in order to survive in Nigeria, um, you just have to be madder, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. And it's a shame. And you did raise a very good point there, Ola. You said about that's what sometimes just keeps them there, like in a stagnant position. That's why. It's, some of the Nigerian adults and mothers and aunties and uncles that were in support of the NSARS process, I was very like happy with, like I was very shocked, but I was very like glad that they're seeing that you don't have to always be, it's like oppressing and suffering has almost been something that- you can't Manage be, mentality. Manage mentality, yeah. And I feel like some of them were really supportive in the movement and yeah, it was really nice to see as well. Shit, but we could go on um about <laughs> nigeria Nige. yeah, yeah we really could um but on a quick note actually i just want to shout out obviously it's international women's day and um, by the time this episode drops so happy international Woo! women's day to all the happy wonderful international women day. out there yeah and to you too you're a wonderful woman yay <laughs> you're a wonderful woman no you are a wonderful woman girl to that we all got one we all got a shout out love you guys Love you more. Let's wrap up the episode. That yeah. was Hedy's living in Nigeria, your parents uh, mistreating you and uh, finding your independence at your big age. Guys, if you can relate to any of those topics, please comment down below. It's always fun chatting with the ladies. Again, happy International Women's Day and we'll see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on socials at Frobeats on all platforms. Ha, at Frobeats Podcast on all platforms, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at underscore Gracie May. At Cindy Temi. At Oloweo. 
And we've been... Freddy. 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 And we'll see you next week. <laughs>